Welcome to Get Sherrod, the show that explores long-held beliefs, pain points, and healing from trauma. I'm your host, Sherrod, and while I may not have all of the answers, I do have all of the questions. Let's explore together. I am a little bit taken aback. I was not aware. Welcome, everyone. I was not aware there were only four episodes to the Teal Swan documentary. (laughs) So Melanie Huggard is joining me today. We're doing our fourth and final breakdown of the Teal Swan documentary, The Deep End. Um, I do want to provide a content warning, trigger warning for child sexual assault and abuse. Um and uh, verbal, psychological, and emotional abuse for today's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you want to start? I don't know if you want to cover this. Did you want to start by covering how the last one end, ended? Do you have any notes? Yeah, I did find that super fascinating. And they never covered anything about it. They never resolved um, a conclusion with Sabrina whom they nearly drowned. They used right. um, a torture technique with Sabrina, mm-hmm. which is uh, a form of torture used for psychological breakdown. Mm-hmm. And then we don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. We don't know anything. No. Like... Like, is she alive? Yeah. How is she doing? Is she still in her tormented state? Um, has she gotten <laughs> further help besides Teal Swan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no conclusion on Sabrina. Yeah. God, it was, it was intense and rough. You're like, Mm -hmm. holy cow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speechless. Speechless, for real. Yeah, I I was a little bit surprised. Like, there wasn't even a mention of, oh, hey, here's how she's doing. This is the follow-up. It just moves right on. Yeah. I think the um, people who made the docuseries could have given us a little like clip at the end or if they knew they weren't going to cover it in the, in the next episode. Right. They could have said like, Sabrina is still working through her issues. She was, she recovered from this, whatever. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. or she's living great in New York and having a good time. Right. (laughs) Like whatever her current state is. Um, Right. I think a lot of people are going to be concerned about Sabrina. Yeah. Yeah. That was fascinating. Yeah. I, I was also really fascinated about how this one started out. Yeah. The deep end (laughs) episode four, the Uh address is called the adversary. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it kind of started out with, uh, they're they're kind of going back and forth between two different dynamics in this episode of the the dynamic of the investigator and her report and then the dynamic between Teal and Juliana 
But what I found what was so fascinating, which we'll, we'll circle back around to this over and over again, you'll see this is a pattern in this episode, is that um, Teal meets the investigator for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she is the investigators asking some questions. Yes. It's a uh, really- cult list questions. Correct. And mm-hmm. what's really fascinating to me is Teal's, um, Teal's, uh, I don't like uh, demeanor to me comes across as she is being quote unquote questioned, right? Like in a bad term, I'm being questioned, yeah. right? Rather yeah. than being open yeah. and vulnerable and like, I'm going to allow you to be curious about my method because I trust that my method is pure and full of hope and brings life. Right. So what I find super fascinating here, and this is the dynamic we're going to circle back to so often, is that um, this is why feedback is so important, is it allows us to become aware of how others are experiencing us. We think we're coming across one way when we're actually coming across another way. And the only way to know this is to get feedback, which Teal Swan does not allow. Right. And then what happens is after this interaction between her and the investigator, the, the conversation ends and she turns around and immediately blames Blake and her other right-hand man, which I don't, I forget what his name is. Yeah. The older gentleman. Yes. Blames them. Yeah. For what the investigator found. Yeah. For bringing, well, she blames them for bringing the investigator on. Which she wanted. Yeah. But she blames them. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, that's not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, um, I could see, like, she removes everything. She's like, I have no trust in you anymore. Right. Yeah. It, it's extreme highs. Yes. Extreme lows. There's no, oh, God. There's no self-regulation. No. And she... I loved her denial when she was being asked the questions. Correct. Mm-hmm. Because in the episodes, I don't care how you edit that stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. This cannot, this stuff cannot be edited. Like she literally set makes statements. Mm-hmm. Right. To the question, specifically to the questions that this investigator asked her on, on the mm-hmm. series, right? I'm mm-hmm. sure there was much longer of a conversation that they had that didn't sure. make it right. But um, her level of denial and unwillingness to even consider and think about it, right? If someone, I was sitting there thinking like, if I was the leader of something mm-hmm. and, and someone came to me as an outsider and said, this is how it appears, Mm-hmm. It would cause me to have to consider that. Yes, but you have a value for feedback. I do. Teal does not. I also lived under a leader who did not have a value for feedback. And I felt the control of that and the fear of that. Um, I will never do that. So that's where I got my value for feedback. <laughs> yeah. By existing Having... under a leader that didn't have one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, she literally, I wrote down some of Teal's quotes that, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, she literally says, I did not say what this lady said I said. Like referring to the investigator. I did not say what right. she said I said, mm-hmm. but she did. She has. Right. And even in the non-negotiables, anyone who right. has to join them, the non-negotiables are extremely cultish. Yeah. It's a high control group, minimally. Right. High control group. And I just want to share with anyone who um, is interested that Steve Hassan, and that's H-A-S-S-A-N. You can look him up. Just type in Bite Model, B-I-T-E. And you're going to find all of Steve's stuff. He's um, a former cult member. Um, his work has, he's been doing this work for decades. But um, he talks about the bite model being behavior control, information mm-hmm. control, thought control, and emotional control. And she does all of these on some level. Yeah. Um, but I will say that she probably falls more in the high control group identifier. Mm-hmm. And, and what's a problem with that is that you're on your way to a cult leader (laughs) right and you're not seeing it and right if you won't look at the fact that you are operating as a high control leader Mm -hmm. um you're you're on your way you're just on your way yeah to that cult status totally um and then it moves on to the scene between Teal and there's like a group of people talking about how Juliana oh, is God. her Oh, ex. God. Okay, but let's let's first, I do want something stuck out to me before that scene. Okay, okay. Juliana and Teal are sitting on the porch outside and Teal asks her. Oh, yeah. So important. What would make you go back to Germany? Mm-hmm. And Juliana says, First thing that comes to mind is if I was completely alone. And then the very next scene is Teal isolating her and making her feel very alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Explain what happens. Yeah. So in this scene, there's um, a group of people. I don't really know everyone that's in the room because it's, you know, it is edited, but you can tell that it's Teal and Juliana and Blake and a couple of other people, right. Of her the older gentleman that's always mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And, and a couple other team members. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Teal begins to assert her own perspective onto Juliana. And then she invites everyone else to assert their opinion about what Juliana thinks about Teal onto mm-hmm. Juliana. Yeah. And the fascinating thing to me is that Blake doesn't protect her at all. Yeah. Well, I didn't expect him to. There's no way he could. Yeah. The most protection he did was at the end. He went to her. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think the most fascinating thing to me is everyone sat in a circle and said, this is what you think about Teal. Yeah. As if they can mind read. Right. Which... Juliana never said no and how can Juliana refute what they're saying how she has no no way to say 
right to say or to prove, hey, that's not actually how I feel. Like maybe I disagree with some things, but that's not how I feel, right? But she has no choice. Mm-mm. And disagreement equals the things that they're saying she feels. Yeah. And then, and then the worst part for me, okay. So because I work with my clients, I work a lot in confrontation and feedback and needs and communication. I do this extensively. Okay. At the end, Blake goes, what was the point? Yeah. And Teal goes, I don't know, Blake, what was the point? And I'm like, how the fuck do you go into a conversation like that without a point? Well, it wasn't about that. It's, it's her way of control. Yes. And I agree. Yeah. But it's like, you don't, you don't go into a conversation like that with anyone. You don't, you don't approach feedback, confrontation, boundaries, or needs without like, Hey, this is, this is the outcome I would like of this uh, interaction with you. Right. I, I will actually give that as a tip for my clients who are struggling with like having a conversation with someone. I just tell them up front, list what your intentions are and ask them what their theirs are. Yes. And then and then if anything goes opposite or off that path of mm-hmm. that intention, mm-hmm. pull it back in. Yeah. Um what I found fascinating is the way she approached this conversation with Juliana. Um, it's why I was like, Oh, this is to isolate Juliana because mm-hmm. he literally says I'm angry. They're sitting in that circle. Mm-hmm. I'm angry because a personal truth isn't being shared. Mm-hmm. And she just speaks this out to the group. You can, you know, you're like, all right, let's put the whole group on edge. Why don't we? Mm-hmm. I've been in things like this in circles mm-hmm. like this. Oh mm-hmm. my God. I was this episode, I was like, oh, God, I've been there, done that, stuck in a circle like that. Yeah. And um, so she's like, I'm angry. And then she goes, Juliana. And then I'm like, I remember, like, the whole letdown of, like, oh, it's not going to be me they're talking to. Okay, thank God. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's like, Juliana, you feel like an adversary to me, and I need that to change. Yeah. I need your truth on the table, what you actually feel about me. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, this is not the way you find out how someone feels about you. No, that was the number one thing I was going to bring up is, is when you do group confrontations like this, if the person doesn't know it's coming, you've already lost. Everyone 100%. has already lost. 100%. No one is going to leave a winner today. No, I love that. No, it's very true. The other thing she... Um, she's like, Teal goes into it. She's like, what do you think is unhealthy about me and how I run things? And you're not aware, but you keep insulting me that every time you're in the room with me, this is what I have to deal with. This is what I'm in the room with. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. This is like extreme gaslighting. Mm-hmm. She is setting, like, this is thought control, okay? Because mm-hmm. she is setting an alternate reality for everybody. Right. For, for everybody. There's no consideration. She's, like, mapping a new reality of who Juliana is, how she is to this group, how she yeah. relates to Teal, what her purpose is. Yeah. And, and then she goes, um, she tells her, you keep insulting me. And at one point, she's like, you're not aware that you have a smirk on your face. 
I was like, this girl don't have no smirk on her face. Yeah, I was looking not, for it. It's not even see. Like, I feel like she's doing this thing. Like, I see beyond. Like, I'm seeing the internal person, right? Right. Like, her internal person does not have a smirk on her face. And I, confused. I'm, I'm thinking, like, she's been thrown off. She might be scared, right? And then she, Juliana says, I am actually afraid. And Teal says, you should be. That yeah. You can't edit that. You can't. Yeah. Come on. And, um... What I found fascinating about then all of a sudden the group starts to say, I think that you think, and they start filling in these blanks. I think that you think, and I'm wondering this whole time, I think these people are actually revealing their own concerns. Yeah. They're not trying to read Juliana's mind and thoughts right now. What's projection is they are projecting exactly concerns that they have had and they're getting a relief right now because they get to say this stuff out loud in front of Teal without directly doing it to Teal and getting the brunt force of her anger. Totally. So she's this, Julian is the scapegoat. I've, I've been in circles where that happens too. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, I've been there. Mm-mm, that's not what's happening right now. Y'all are not reading her thoughts. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because there's no self-awareness. There's no um, kindness or compassion for feedback and room for adjustment. So, And nobody asked her. I mean, they could have edited it out, but nobody asked her, is that how you feel? Like, because I've, I've done that with friends and family, been like, I feel like you're feeling afraid and, the, and it, right? Just to relate to them. Mm-hmm. And then I'll ask, is that true? Like, is that where you're yeah. at right now? Yeah. Because I'm compassionately wanting to identify with them, not mm-hmm. call them out, right? Right, totally. Oh, I gotta tell you, I got worked up about that. <laughs> I got worked up about this whole episode. So then the the next scene, or not the next scene, but the the next one I have notes about is that Blake is talking with Teal and he's like about to leave. Yes, and she starts saying that he's weak. Yeah, she says, "I think you're weak." And that you lack bravery and honor. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, how is he weak with no bravery or honor if he's stayed with her for 18 years? I know. know. That's not, you're staying, you stayed with someone for 18 years, not even married to them. That was weak. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like, oh, and then, and then. You're not weak. No, Blake is, Blake is not weak. No, to leave was really that is incredibly incredibly strong and brave and i'm so glad he left i i'm from the first episode i wanted him to leave i was like this man deserves a real life yeah and so honoring to himself right Mm -hmm. now he could have honored teal had she allowed him to yeah she didn't let him but she refused and And then what's fascinating yeah and what's fascinating in this dynamic is then she resorts to name calling Yeah, she does. And I'm like, and then when he hugged her, now I don't, I'm curious, a question popped up in me because I have seen it with clients. I was like, oh, did she just disassociate? I know. I wondered too. Like she was gone. I was like, 
Yeah. What just happened? Like, like, is this stonewalling or is she disassociated? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, he he's trying to remain connected. Yeah. And he's she's trying to honor her. He really was trying to honor her. Like, yeah. you know, I got to do this. And and the struggle is, you know, she mentioned about like therapists kept telling her, you need to trust him. He's proven that he won't abandon you. Um, and the thing is, is that him having a life is not abandonment. No. Mm-mm. There is a way to maintain relationship with him Mm -hmm. and allow him to have a life. Yeah. And I don't care about her, her mission, her, all of that. She could still, if she wanted to and chose to, she could still maintain the integrity of whatever it is she's trying to protect. Yeah. If it was the mission, she's not trying to protect the mission. She's trying to protect herself. Yeah. And, and that comes clear through the whole thing because she literally ask how are you going to keep me safe to her group members right i'm like oh honey that's not their job no that's not their job no also her statement um when blake posted on the facebook group and she said she said did you she said if they really knew what was going on they would want her dead i know that was so intense and i was like that feels a little extreme for someone who's just disagreeing with you. It's also a projection she, <laughs> of how she feels. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my very next question that goes into this is, right, she has her meeting with her people, right? Is uh, My thought is, she's like, oh, I'm exposed, right? And she's like, I'm, I, for me, I'm so curious why isn't her organization set up for these things to happen? Right. Like people, people grow, people change, people shift, right? The things that we want and the things that we love, they, they shift and they change. And, and even, even in my, even in the people that I've worked with, okay. Like I have a team, I've had a team for several years and they've changed ebbs and flows more than anything. I want to honor, okay, now you're, you're with me for this season and that's great. And I love it. And I'm so excited and I feel so honored that they could do that. And then that season ends Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It doesn't mean that I'm terrible or that my vision is awful or right. It means that they're a separate person for me. Yeah. And they get to have a different interaction with life. Yeah. And I think Teal being the connected person she claims to be and wanting a better world, right? And and all of that could get her lesson even from nature mm-hmm. that things change, things grow, things die. Things, mm-hmm. There's no control over these things. Mm-mm. And it's better to learn to appreciate the seasons and harvest the fruit when it's in season mm-hmm. and right. And um, plan for the next season. But yeah, I just, she's a hurting woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think. And she's allowing her pain to guide her. Yeah. yeah. And make her decisions for her. So I think because her intentions 
I do think she has some good intentions in there. Oh, of course. But I think she needs help figuring. Yeah. yeah she needs, mm-hmm. she needs to resubmit herself to help. Yeah. Yeah. She at one point in the episode, she was like, I don't know what to change. I don't know what to change to like mm-hmm. help you guys feel this way. And I was like, that's interesting. Didn't you just like talk to an investigator that like had a list too bad? You couldn't. I don't know. Teal, maybe you could like get feedback. To, like, yeah. Yeah. Actually, there there are lots of people that have lots of ideas for you. And the problem is that you're unwilling to change. Yeah. She, like, the investigator said, do you have, um, I can't remember exactly how she said it. One of the cult questions was, do you have the only truth or all the truth or mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. answer? Something along those right. lines. Right. And Teal goes, no, I don't think I have that. But she's literally said it in episodes. Right. Right. These are the places where we all need people around us to challenge, like, Hey, you're incongruent here. Yeah. Right? Like me and you do that with each other. Um, 100%. I, have, I have lots of people in my life that I do that with. Mm-hmm. I also have mentors and counselors and coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm telling your listeners right now, if if you go and get help from someone or get a counselor or a mentor or go under some sort of leadership, find out who they're seeing. Find out yeah. who their accountability is. Find out who their mentor is, who their counselor is. Um, you go to life coaches, ask them, who do you see? Who, do, who coaches you? Mm-hmm. If these people don't have anyone or it's been a while, yeah. like they go, oh yeah, I get coached by so-and-so. Oh yeah, great. When's the last time you met? <laughs> mm-hmm. If they say last year, ask them why. Why haven't you? Yeah. Right? Because I do believe in breaks and you don't need to be working on yourself all the time. Right. Right. But um. The people who you let influence you and guide you should also be influenced and guided. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. And I'm like, I don't know where, where Teal's getting any of her stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, are you going to address any of what the investigator said at the end? Um, I think there were two more things that I wanted to talk about before we okay. got to the end. Okay. Um, the first thing was, um, when they sit around the table and she determines that now there needs to be a contract. Oh yeah. For people and their partners. Mm-hmm. So that, um, so that Teal does not experience liability. Yeah. And, she said, and go ahead. She said, I need to be able to get rid of you if you bring someone who's dangerous to me. And nobody asked her to define dangerous. And this is at this moment when she's like, how are you all? How do you, so how do you all keep me safe? That's not their job. But that's what, that's the thing. Like, I remember that with the leader that I was sitting under. Yeah. Like he positioned everyone to keep him safe. Mm -hmm. And he would even um, sometimes like have, one member talked to another member. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then they bring up kids. What about kids? And they're like, oh, we've all committed to not have kids. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, just like Blake committed to not getting married. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing that I wanted to cover was as it was kind of like Blake was leaving, right? He yeah. he had chosen Juliana and he was leaving. And something that really struck me is, and, and this is a really painful process to go through. And it is we grow up learning how to move from desiring our parents' approval. Yeah. To getting our own approval. Mm-hmm. And that separation is really difficult and really painful, but our life is meant to be satisfying by getting our own approval. Like I approve of my life. Yes. Yes. And it sucks that you don't, and I don't like that. And that's not fun, but I approve of my life and I, I'm the one that has to live this life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So either I like, I, I have to own that. Mm-hmm. Like I live with this life and if I don't like it, then I have the power to change it. And I just really felt like that was the dynamic that was occurring between Teal and Blake is that, um, Blake was like finding his own approval for himself. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I was, I was so happy for Blake to leave. Yeah. Um, the, I want to share a quote that the mm-hmm. investigator Molly said at the end and I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if she was reading a quote from a book or a movie oh, okay. um, or if it was something that she said and put it in her own report mm-hmm. that wasn't clear to me I tried to like put the quote into Google and search it but I didn't find that it was quoted so I think this is the investigator's own words okay mm-hmm. but I love them and she this is at the end um, mm-hmm. she's saying yeah. this as Teal is walking with security to go to an event about to receive an award. She got over a million uh, YouTube follows. Yeah. Uh, She got an award for that. That's an accomplishment. Good for her. It is. Um, But Molly said, when we do only things that please us and don't frighten us over time, fewer and fewer things please us until we find ourselves prisoners in gardens of our own making. Yeah. I was like, wow, that is powerful. And I felt like it described, summed, summed up Teal really well. Yeah. According to this documentary, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I love something else that she said a little bit later in her dialogue, which was, you have the power to change who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. And that's what I want everyone to know. If, if, If a leader comes into your life and you experience breakthrough, Mm -hmm. it's because of you, not them. Yeah. Yeah. You're the one with the power to change who you are, what you think, what you feel, all of that. You Mm -hmm. are not a victim to your emotions. You are not a victim to your circumstances. You are not a victim to anything that's ever happened to you. You are a powerful being that has superpowers of all sorts and if anyone comes and lights that up in you they just knew how to light it up you did all the work yeah you did all the work yeah yeah so i think i think there are three people i want to say things to and in kind of ending First is um, Teal. Mm -hmm. 
I'm like, Teal, if I could say anything to her, I would say, I know you have a heart to love and compassion and to heal people, Mm -hmm. but you have to have it before you can give it away. Mm. Yeah. To Blake, I just want to say how deeply proud I am of Blake. What he did was actually incredibly brave. Incredible. And profound. And if he will allow it, it will give him permission to set himself free. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he left physically, but now emotionally he has to untangle. Yeah. Um, and then to Juliana, darling Juliana. Mm-hmm. She was so brave and did so good, even though she was all alone. Mm-hmm. And and she has permission to um, believe and feel that she was bullied and abused. Yeah. She was. And, treat, and treated um, inappropriately. Yeah. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I agree 100% with that. Yeah. It's all true. Yeah. Oh, well, this was fun. I'm glad we did this. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, I enjoyed it because I love breaking things down for people, especially emotional and, and psychological abuse. It's just so different. It's hard to see. So I love being able to, to point out some things, um, because it is, it, it's so confusing and it's, it's very difficult to untangle and to spot and to be able to identify. And so I really enjoyed breaking some of these things down and, hopefully offering some insight to our listeners. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on your podcast. Yeah. This is my my first time on your podcast. I know that's kind of fun, right? Yeah, that's fun. (laughs) All right, Melanie, thank you so much for joining, joining me for this series. Um, I appreciate it. And I have valued your insight and your input. And I, you as well. All right. (laughs) Thanks everyone for joining us. We hope you have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to Get Sherrod. Before I go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving me a review and sharing this episode with your friends. To stay connected, follow me on Instagram at sherrod.janelle. Or if you're interested in starting your own journey to healing, check out my website, sherrodjanelle.com. You can find the link below.